Hello, villager. You're listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. It's time to grab your favorite blend of coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, villager. This is Brewster, and you're listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. This is episode number 19 for the end of April 2020. This episode is titled, I'm Moving Up. On this episode, we're going to talk about things that have been happening in my island, the new residents that I have and the residents that are heading out, and I have a new segment as well called Brewster's Garage Sale. So with all that out there, let's get the show going. So first up on my island news, I finally am able to terraform and I moved up. I did pick the highest point in my island and I moved my house up there. I have to admit when I did it the first day, I got all my stuff up there, put all the stuff outside, I fenced off my area, and then I kind of ended up missing where I was. It's not that I have buyer's remorse or anything like that, I know I'm going to enjoy it up there, it's just taking a little getting used to because I was back down there for a few weeks already. But now I'm basically the king of my kingdom, I'm looking over the island and making sure that everyone stays safe. I plotted out a pretty decent area, and then one of those private beaches that are at the back of the island, I cleared that out a little bit more now that I could terraform, and I put a lighthouse out there. So in the background of my house, you could see a lighthouse, and at nighttime, it shines and it looks pretty cool. The one thing about terraforming is it is definitely time consuming. When you lay out the paths, you have to do one square at a time. Sometimes you're standing in the wrong spot and it ends up rounding off the path instead of laying one down. And then also when you're doing the land terraforming, building and cutting away, it definitely is one block at a time and they could be small blocks, so it does take time to do. It's definitely one of those things though, when you start building, you're like, okay, I think I see what I want to do. And then as you're doing it, you completely change what you planned on doing because something else looks better. I added a few different slopes, so going up to my house, which is all the way up at the top, I have two slopes that go up to it because I'm up on the third level. You could actually build a fourth level, but you just can't walk up there. So that's just something to keep in mind. The terraforming thing when you're doing it is, it's pretty neat though. Like I said, it's time consuming, but it is pretty neat. You'll build up blocks and then you could also chip away at the rivers. You can make them a little skinnier so you don't need the, the pole vault to jump across. You could just run and jump over them. So some of the areas that I didn't really feel like building a bridge, I just kind of skinnied up the river right there and then I'm able to just jump over it. Along with moving my house, I also moved the museum. I picked a second level area and I built it up there. I set it back a little bit and I want to build two stairways that go up to it. I have one ready right now for donations and then as soon as that one's complete I'll build the other one. Then what I think I want to do is find the perfect dinosaur bones and set them up outside. So it's kind of like a little entrance to the museum. Some of my future plans for the island I want to build a little cafe area, uh, build up the shop area a little more and I'm kind of waiting to do anything with Nook's Cranny because I don't know if that's going to expand. Some recent rumors are on the internet that it will expand at some point, but I don't know when that's going to be. I've had your usual visitors, Flick, Daisy May, um, trying to think who else was there, Wisp at night, obviously. And then I've had some changes with my villagers as well. So for any of you guys that are trying to bring in a villager through an amiibo card or an amiibo, let me tell you, it was a little more difficult than what I thought. Obviously, Barold is one of my favorite villagers, so I wanted him to move to my island. So I scanned the amiibo card and I had him come in to visit. He visited the campsite and then I talked to him. Then he asked me to build him something, so I built it. And then when I was talking to him, I was thinking he was going to say, oh, I want to move here. He did bring up that conversation. I said, yeah, come on in. And then he just said no. I was pretty bummed out. And then any conversation I had with him never led to that moving their conversation again. So a few days passed and I invited him back to the campsite. Same thing again. He asked me to build him something. It was something different this time. I built it for him. And then he brought up the conversation. I said, yeah, come on, move here. Then he just said something weird about, no, being the, the mayor of where he lives or something like that. And he can't do it. And then he just basically flat out said no. So at this point, I was, I was not understanding what I needed to do. So I thought, oh, okay, maybe I need to have a plot ready 
and have him then ask and then move into it since I had a vacant plot. So I went over to Nook, I got the kit, and I laid it down. Now this would have been my 10th villager. So at this point I'm like, okay, this is exactly what you need to do. I laid the plot out, I went to go have Barold come again. This was another day. He comes over, and then when I talked to him, I got to that point of the conversation where he asked me to make him something, so I made him something again, and then he got to that conversation where he starts talking about moving there. So I said, yes, come on, move on in. This time it was a little different. He said, okay, this sounds great. All I have to do is talk to resident services. So at this point, I was really excited. Barold's finally going to move in. So then he comes back after the screen blacks out, and then he says, I was going to move in, but there's no spots left. So I was definitely confused because I know I put the plot out there for him. So I left his tent and I ran down to that plot, and there was a sold sign on the front of it. So apparently overnight, some character named Biff is going to be moving in there. So I was actually kind of mad about this, so it just instantly made me not like Biff. But then I looked him up and I see he's a hippo type, so I'm going to leave him and see how he is. But then I go back to talk to Barold. And Barold said when he talked to resident services, they said that he could move there if somebody else wants to move. So I have to go talk to people that want to move. Is that okay? So I okayed it. And then it said, well, who should I talk to? Who do you think's my best bet? So I thought about it hard and one of my newer villagers' name was Whitney. So I told him to go talk to Whitney. The screen blacks out again and he comes back and says, yep, Whitney said she's going to move, so I'm going to move in starting tomorrow. So I was excited that I got barreled, but then, you know, it kind of made me mad because I could have kept Whitney if that Biff didn't buy that house and I could have had barreled and kept all of my villagers that I had. I'm not complaining though because I definitely have barreled now and I'm going to do anything I can to keep him around. So now with that said, if anyone's trying to get a villager to move to your island through the amiibo cards, apparently you have to do it through three different times. The first time he's going to deny it, or they're going to ask you to build them something. After you do that, they'll say about moving there, then they won't. Same thing with the second time, but the third time they're there, if there's an open spot for them, they'll move in. And like I said, with my situation, there wasn't an open spot, so then they'll ask to move in, and then you have to pick somebody that you want to move out. So once all was said and done, and it was Whitney, I did go online today, and I posted on both of my accounts that I have a villager that's moving out, and they're in boxes if anyone wants them. So the way I did it was the first person to respond to it, if they were available, I was going to let them have Whitney. So I got a bunch of direct messages coming in, so I picked the very first one that came in. I said, if you're available, I'll get you the code. They said they could do it now, got the Madodo code. They came over, talked to Whitney, since she was in boxes, they were able to have her move to their island. So whoever picked up Whitney, I hope you're happy with her. She was definitely a cool villager, but definitely needed Barreled instead of her. So enjoy Whitney, and I hope you treat her well. So with that story out of the way, I'm able to tell you about my current villagers. So through the island nook tickets, I had invited quite a few villagers that way. That's where most of mine came from, with the exception of Barold. He's the only one that I actually had come through with the amiibo card. So currently on my island, it's obviously me living there, my best bud Rudy, I got Clyde, Dottie, Goldie, my newer one I don't think I had on the last episode was Marshall, then Whitney was there, but she's going to be gone as of today, Cookie, Amelia, and Cat. When I saw Cat, actually Cat did come to my village through the campsite. I didn't invite her, she just showed up. The way she looks, she was a very cartoony looking cat. I know everyone in the game is cartoony looking, but just the way her eyes are make her look like a hand-drawn animated cartoon. So I thought she was pretty cool. But she is um, definitely one that likes to play games. The way I had her move into my town, or into my island, was she told me that we're gonna play a little game. She whipped out a deck of cards, and it took me like five or six tries to get the answer right, because every time I did it, she said, if you get it right, I'll move in. I was wrong every time. The game's changed a little bit. She would say, there's four suits in a deck of cards. What's the suit of the top card? You have to guess it. I didn't get it right, so another time she played, she said, what color is the suit of the top card, black or red? Didn't get it right. And it was basically games like that, until finally I got it right, and then she said she's gonna move in. 
so I set her house up out on the beach since she's a cat. I figured she would like the sand under her feet, and the next day she moved in. She's pretty cool. She wears like a leather jacket and walks around looking all tough and angry. I like her. So my island right now is populated with a pretty decent crowd. I enjoy it. Since we talked last, I had KK Slider come. He came and put on an initial show. So right now, KK's sitting outside of my resident service building, and he's going to be putting on a concert tonight at 6 o'clock. I put an invite out on my social media if anyone wanted to come to my island to watch the concert. I got a few likes, but I didn't get any bites. Nobody wants to come? Come on, guys. I'm inviting anyone to come over and watch a KK Slider concert with me. One of the other things that I was able to do since we talked last was gain some star pieces. So if anyone's having trouble with that, I'm going to let you know how you do it. Talk to your villagers during the day. If any of them talk about the sky being nice and clear, you know it's going to be a good night for stars. So at nighttime, just walk around. You want to get a nice view of the horizon. Put any tools you're holding away so you're not holding anything. You'll use the right thumbstick. Push it up and you'll see the moon and you want to see as much of the sky as possible. So if you have to go all the way to the bottom at the beach area or go all the way up top to the highest point. Once you're looking at the sky, you want to just leave it on that screen for a while, as long as it takes until you see a shooting star. Once you see a shooting star, you want to push the A button, and you'll know if you got it because the star will turn yellow and it'll kind of get bigger and glow for a second, and you'll make a happy face. Shooting stars usually happen one right after another, so you have a good chance of getting three or four in a row if you keep pushing the A button. After you do that, any of them that you do all night, I believe it goes till three in the morning if I'm correct. I could be wrong though. But then the next day, you're going to want to walk around your beach. So do your beach comb, start at one end of the island and walk all the way around. Any stars that you were able to wish on, you'll have the star fragments on the beach. They're either going to be yellow or white, depending on what pieces they are. So then after you get whatever star pieces you need, you could build some wands. Now the way the wands work, after the Easter event, I had the Easter wand, and then I got the fishing tourney wand as well. Basically, you're going to build the wand, and then you can save different outfits, and then you could change your outfits with a click of a button. The only thing I don't like about that is, though, anything that you save to the wand as an outfit is gone. It's not in your inventory anymore. That's the only place that it is. So, for example, when I built one of my outfits, I was wearing a backpack that I really liked, and that became part of that outfit. I could go in and change all that kind of stuff now, but... I was just, I was wondering where it was because I couldn't find it anywhere and then I realized what it did. It saves it to that outfit and then you don't have any access to it except for that outfit. So if there is a piece of clothing that you liked when you built that outfit, you could go in and just remove it. So that's how the wands work. And without any specific guidebooks out right now, it's a little hard to figure stuff like that out. So if anyone has any tips or tricks that you want to talk to other people about, you could go ahead and email them to me, roost at gmail.com. And maybe on later episodes, we'll have tips and tricks that could help everybody out. So onto a new segment I want to do on this episode called Brewster garage sale. So what this is, is over the course of the last couple of weeks, I've gained a few DIY recipes that I don't need. I already know how to craft the stuff, so they're of no use to me. They're not really worth selling to Timmy or Tommy, especially if somebody else can use them. So I'm going to talk about some of the DIY recipes that I have extra, and if anybody has any DIY recipes that are extra as well and you want to trade, you could go ahead and message me on Instagram or Twitter. Both of them are at Brewster's Roost, or you could email me, roost at gmail.com. And if you have a recipe that I don't have and you want any that I do have, we can make a trade. So for this episode, I do have quite a few DIY recipes, and this is going to be on a first-come, first-served basis, as long as you have a recipe that I don't have. That way we could both profit from this. So the DIY recipes that I have for trade on this episode, I have golden dishes, and then I have a few bunny day items. I have the bunny day stool, the bunny day table, bunny day fence, and the bunny day flooring. I also have the traditional straw hat, a music stand, log stakes, a pan flute. I have a few bamboo items. I have the bamboo wand, bamboo noodle slide. I have two bamboo grove walls and a bamboo shoot lamp. And then the last DIY recipe I have up for grabs this week is the birdhouse. 
So if you guys have any extra DIY recipes and I have one that you need, go ahead and send me a message and maybe we can make a trade. One other thing I wanted to mention before I mentioned about buying the lighthouse with some Nook Mile tickets, I also got the monster statue and then next up is going to be the robot statue. Those things are huge. I put the monster statue out in the back right corner. Looks like it's coming out of the ocean. So I figured I could set up like a robot versus monster type of thing out there by the beach. I thought that would be a pretty cool scene. The monster thing is huge though, I love it. And then one other thing with my island development that I forgot to mention, I finally ironed out my town tune and my town flag. So currently my town flag is a pumpkin face. It's a black flag with a carved out pumpkin face in the center of it. Obviously my island's name is Hollow Cove, so it kind of fits it rather well. And I know I mentioned on an episode in the past that I do enjoy Halloween and Christmas the most. So my town tune has changed. I'm going to play it right here and we'll see if you guys can guess what it is. I'll give you the answer afterwards, but I'm going to play it right now. Okay, so if you weren't able to guess what it was, it is a Christmas song. It's God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. I like listening to it, though, because sometimes during the day when it's playing, it kind of reminds me of something from the Haunted Mansion. It has a nice, deep, scary tone to it, so it definitely fits the Hollow Cove theming well. So now that you heard my town tune and my town flag, if you guys want to share yours with me, I would love to play some of them on future episodes. All you have to do is email me, roost at gmail.com. You could use your phone and record an audio clip of your town tune and then send along the audio clip and a picture of your flag and I'll feature them on my Instagram feed or my Twitter feed and I'll also play some of the town tunes on an upcoming episode. Just make sure you include your character name and your island name and any other information you don't mind me possibly discussing on an upcoming episode. Okay, I hope everybody's enjoying playing Animal Crossing as much as I am. I know this episode's on the short side, but again, I don't have the guidebook yet, so I can't really give you guys too much information about what to look for in the game that's coming up because I really don't know. So until that guidebook comes out, which I believe was pushed until the end of April, so as soon as I get that in, some episodes are going to have a little bit more information for you. So I can't wait for that to come in. Can't wait to start checking off the items that I already have in my inventories so I could start getting rid of them because I have a lot of stuff just sitting there that I want to make sure I check off when I get that book. So make sure you guys are sending me any questions, comments, or anything you want talked about on the show. Make sure you're doing that, roost at gmail.com, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Take care. Don't let that coffee cool too much. Thank you for listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. And while you're there, please make sure that you rate and review the show. You can follow the show notes or see anything that I talked about on this episode by going to brewstersroost.blogspot.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, both at Brewster's Roost. And you could also email me with any comments, questions, or suggestions at brewstersroost at gmail.com. And finally, if you want to turn the tables and buy me a cup of coffee, you can do so over at ko-fi.com slash Brewster, where you can make a $3 donation to help support the show. Again, thank you so much for listening. Now don't let that cup of coffee cool too much. See you next time.